0: And Lumos, hello and welcome to all you wizards, witches, muggles and squibs out there, and welcome to a new Harry Potter podcast, Potter Jewels, trying to provide some much needed light in these dark times. I am your host Tim, alongside my brother Martin. Hey. Before we get going, uh, let me tell you first about what we're trying to do here. We will debate various Harry Potter-related topics, questions, and theories. We'll be going into depth on all seven books, eight films, A Cursed Child, Fantastic Beasts, as well as other canon material from Pottermore. At the end of each debate, we will turn it over to you and put a poll up on Twitter, and let the Harry Potter fan community vote on who they think made the most compelling argument. If my argument wins, then we will award ten points to My House Hufflepuff. And if Mark wins, 10 points will go to his house, Gryffindor. And if you vote for the other or neither option, then we both lose five points at the end of the year. We will tally up the points from these, as well as the quiz that we will do at the end of each podcast and other activities. And whoever has the most points will win the House Cup. So that's the general idea of the podcast. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and join in the conversation you can get in touch with the show in a number of ways you can tweet at us at potter Jules, that is p-o-w-t-e-r-d-u-e-l-s or one word you can email us your questions and feedback at potterjewels at hotmail.com or you can contact us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash we want you guys to drive the conversation so let us know what you want us to debate so that's the general idea of the podcast. And if you enjoy it, then please subscribe and join in the conversation. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're just two fans giving our input into the to the wider conversation on Harry Potter. So uh, we're huge, huge fans of the, of the books, um, but by no means experts. So make sure you get in touch and tell us your theories and, and questions and anything that we may have missed as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely agreed. Um, before we get into our first debate, who, which is going to be who had the most tragic life out of Sirius Black, Remus Lupin or Severus Snape, we should probably allow you guys to get to know us a bit. As I say, my name is Tim and I am a Hufflepuff. According to Pottermore, my wand is 12 and a quarter inches and made of hawthorn and unicorn hair and my Patronus is a white stallion. My favourite book is The Goblet of Fire and my favourite film is probably The Chamber of Secrets. My favourite characters are the Wheezy Twins and Hagrid. Um, my name's Martin. I
1: am a Gryffindor. Uh, my Patronus is a dapple grey mare and my wand is made out of Hawthorne. My favourite book is the Half-Blood Prince and my favourite film is part one of the Deathly Hallows. Uh, my favourite characters are Hermione and Hagrid.
0: Now on to the first debate, the inaugural duel. Who had the most tragic life out of Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, or Severus Snape? So a nice, easy, as well as cheerful way of kicking things off. God, you don't envy any of them, do you? Uh,
1: no, you definitely don't envy any of those three. I mean, they, they all experienced huge tragedy in their life. And it's it's difficult to, to kind of say who had the the most tragic, Uh, but we're going to give it a go because I I think we have different opinions on this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I am going to place my flag in the sand as it were and say Lupin, Uh, because to me, this, what this question really boils down to is choices and Snape, especially obviously had to suffer from the consequences of his choices. Serious to a degree had to, uh, you know, the the hardship that uh, followed Sirius was in part due to his own choice, uh, whereas Lupin had very little choice in anything in his entire life. He got bitten at the age of five because his dad had upset Greyback by saying that werewolves were soulless, evil, and deserved nothing but death, which was a line that would haunt him for the rest of his life. Uh, and then for the next... Five to six years before going to Hogwarts. Transformation into a werewolf, which can't exactly be fun. Dumbledore becomes headmaster and is more sympathetic uh, and allows him to go to Hogwarts, where he does find true happiness with his friends. But then after Hogwarts, he couldn't get a job and relied on Lily and James for financial support. And then in the space of 24 hours, he loses James, Lily, effectively Harry serious Peter Pettigrew and his financial support. Face of twenty four hours he loses, you know, his his family really, plus any way ways or means of supporting himself going forward. He then lost his mum shortly afterwards, and while his dad was always delighted to see him, he didn't want to burden him with his lycanthropy. He had to live hand to mouth, living in a derelict cottage in Yorkshire, taking jobs way below his skill level to survive, and when the Wolfsbane potion was discovered, he couldn't afford it uh, and wasn't talented enough to brew it. And again, had he still had his friends with him, Lily could maybe have helped make it because she was a very gifted potioner, according to Sluggle. He then gets a year of Harry, Dumbledore, the Wolfsbane potion, Hogwarts, and happiness again. And then, within the space of, again, a couple of hours, he gets it taken away because of his condition and. A very long grudge from Snape. But in the process he discovers Sirius is innocent and gets his best friend back. But then Sirius dies just two years later leaving Lupin, the last of the good guy marauders. He then falls in love with someone he feels he shouldn't be with. And lives at least two years in misery because of it. Then does have a brief stint of happiness. And then just weeks after his son was born, both he and Tonks die which completed a life of misery from pretty much cradle to grave with very little choice. And JK admitted that when she wrote the backstory for Lupin on Pottermore, it made her cry because she so regretted killing him after such a life of misery and never really gave him the chance of any happiness.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he experienced a, a lifetime of, of tragic events, really. And the, the fact that Joe was so upset when she, she wrote the backstory for him really kind of epitomizes the the struggles that he went through and the, the prejudices that he had to endure. Um, mm. with, with that all being said, though, I, I do think that Sirius had a, a more tragic life. So if we start at the beginning and look at Sirius's upbringing, obviously, he, he grew up in a... A household where he was the the true outsider really not only in terms of um, you know the contrast between Slytherin and Gryffindor but in terms of the the values and beliefs for for which he stood and for which the the rest of his family stood. I mean you only have to look at uh, the portrait of Mrs. Black to gain an insight into the the upbringing that he experienced and the you know somewhat poisonous atmosphere that there must have been in the household particularly um for someone who who didn't agree with um those ideals and those those values and beliefs um so it was a you know although Lupin experienced many challenges during his childhood he did have the the love and support of a family which which Sirius didn't really and he he didn't find that until he went to Hogwarts and and met James and and Lupin and and Pettigrew as well um you know before that was all taken away from him on that on that fateful night he lost not only James and and Lily um and and Lupin, who, who felt he had betrayed them along with the rest of the world. And, you know, he was, you know, you blamed for these deaths, um, but they're actually the, the, the fault of Pettigrew. You know, Sirius was essentially framed um, for something that he, he didn't do. And the result, which meant that he spent the next 12 years in Azkaban, the, the worst place imaginable, um, you know, having to to, to, to relive, uh, the, the worst moments of his life, of which there were many, um, you know, even when he did, after after 12 long years, manage to escape and he found a, a few minutes of happiness when he believed that his name could be cleared and that he could start afresh with Harry, you know, that was taken away from him again by Pettigrew. Um, you know, he spent the, the next year on the run living off rats and then... Another year, his his last year, confined to the the house in which he grew up and which held such such dreadful memories for him. You know, they're similar to to Azkaban, forcing you to to relive your your worst moments. I think that year confined to to Grimoire Place probably did exactly the same for Sirius. Um, you know, he's you know there was the frustration um that he couldn't you know clear his name. Um. You know that he, he wouldn't be able to do that, and he would always be uh, a marked man. And you know the secondly that he couldn't play uh, a bigger part in the the movement against Voldemort, and he you know he had to endure the the taunts from Snape because of that. So I think even that last year, when technically he you know, had some level of freedom, you know, he was confined to to that. Place, probably the the last place other than Azkaban where he wanted to be um, before he, you know, ultimately met a, you know, a very early death, um, you know, certainly a couple of years um, less than, than Lupin as well. So, um, you know, I, I do think that overall Sirius experienced more, more tragedy and unhappiness in his life. You know, he never found... Uh, that relationship that Lupin did, he he never he n- never really experienced much freedom in his, his adult life, and I think that just you know that gets in my vote for the the most tragic life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I, I do agree with you that uh, that Sirius had a really bleak life, and just to add to a couple of your points, not only did he lose James, Lily, and Remus. Uh, on that night but he also lost his godson he did Uh, and someone that he thought he thought he would be responsible for he couldn't take care of him and i think because of that he sort of then had nothing to lose for going after pettigrew i think had he had the responsibility of looking after harry he doesn't go after pettigrew
1: yeah and, and i think the other thing is that he had to to live with the dishonor of being seen to have portrayed his his best friend and you know the, the closest person he ever had to to a brother really. You know, I, I'm mm. sure that Sirius would have regarded that as the the very height of dishonour and that he would have, you know, given his life in order to protect James and Lily. So I think he had to, to live with that and also the frustration and guilt at, you know, thinking he was doing the right thing and changing the secret keeper as well. So I think in terms of regrets, he certainly had many. Um, and also, you know, the, the label that he had to endure of betraying his best friend when he knew full well that he was he was innocent of that.
0: And the other thing I would raise is, again, in support of one of your points, is that I would say that, in a sense, the year spent in grimwall Place might have actually been... Were psychologically for serious because at least when he was in Azkaban, he could transform into a dog. Because of this and because of his innocence, the Dementors didn't affect him as much as they affected other prisoners. But with the house holding such horrible memories for him, there's no real escape from that. It's not like you can just transform and it won't affect you because he has some very deep seated issues concerning that house and concerning his childhood and you can get away from the effects of the Dementors whereas you can't get away from the effects of the past
1: yeah absolutely and you know rightly so and he, he obviously still has to uh, to put up with Creature as well who um, I mean you can see with the way he uh, regards him the um, you know how much he despises uh, everything that was stood for within that household so you know even the the time that he didn't spend in askaban was was filled with unhappiness really and you know he didn't get the chance to to spend much time with anybody during that year other than um you know hearing about what everyone was up to um particularly snape and not mm. being able to to play a part in that
0: yeah absolutely i mean you did touch on a very interesting point there about how he lived with those regrets uh of of you know switching secret keeper and uh trusting pettigrew and 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 all these things that you say he regretted well the reason i would go for lupin over serious is that i would say by the time lupin dies in uh, deathly hallows he doesn't have many regrets because he didn't really have he didn't really have anything to regret but he still had the misery because so much of it was out of his control.
1: Yeah. But I, th- I think sometimes, you know, the, the regrets that you have, uh, are almost more difficult to, to deal with.
0: I think Lupin would have had a serious regret. Had he not made amends with Harry. Uh, I think, I think that was probably one of the biggest mistakes he made. Uh, in his life, probably, um, was attacking Harry for for talking some sense into him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think you know both for him and for Harry, it was it was very important that they met at Shell Cottage and kind of you know put that behind them.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and also um, Harry hearing him on, uh, on on Potter Watch as well. Hmm. But as I say, I mean, I know, I know your point about the the sometimes the regrets are worse but serious i mean and probably again in part due to his his childhood uh did do something that nearly caused the death of another student in snape uh and did try to use his one of his best friends as a weapon to injure snape i don't think he intended to kill snape but I think it would have certainly uh I think he would have certainly expected some sort of injury so he did make some choices that were rather questionable and as I say you know he didn't have to go after Pettigrew. Lupin didn't go after Sirius when he thought that Sirius was the uh the traitor so a, a lot of it is him having to live with the consequences of his own actions
1: no, I, I mean I think that you know the you know, trying to to lure Snape to the shrieking shack is it, it was reckless, but you know I, I don't think that makes anything the life that he experienced any less tragic because of a practical joke that he played. Um, you know I, I don't think that has any any bearing on it really. In terms of going after Pettigrew, I um, mean you can argue that was his choice, but I would say that was a, a natural reaction. You know. He's been betrayed by someone who was one of his closest friends, and that's resulted in the, the deaths of, of James and Lily. I, I think it's entirely plausible that he would he would go after him. And I think also that he couldn't be expected to foresee the, the you know the consequences of that, you know, to to be framed um, for for his murder as well and then spend the next twelve years in Azkaban because of it.
0: Another point I would make in regards to, to Lupin though is that, again, it kind of felt overly great for someone that he felt was one of his best friends in Sirius to want to potentially use him as a weapon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he didn't appreciate it, um, but I I think it was a a joke that got out of hand. And I'm not sure that Sirius had really thought through any of the, the implications on to that sort of level. Really, I think he, um, you know, I'm not sure that he'd, you know, focused on that level of detail or the, you know, kind of the what other people may think of it. I think he just wanted to uh, to play a, a you know, reckless but practical joke on on Snape.
0: Yeah, he goes on into Prisoner of Azkaban, and all those years later, he still has no regrets about uh, about what he did. He doesn't show any sort of remorse. For Snape or for Lupin, he says that it served Snape right, which again is a bit of a bit of a mess.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean that that's a that's a character point, really. I mean, it's you can argue whether he should or shouldn't have regrets, but it doesn't you know, impact on the the tragedy that he he experienced, I think, and you know, he. Um...
0: Well, I think in a way it does, though, so because. Lupin had. I don't think Lupin really had any real regrets, uh, and yet still had a life of misery. Nothing was within his control, whereas a lot of what Sirius suffered from did come about from his own actions, um, as well as Snape as well. You know, Snape had to su- suffer for the rest of his life as the severe consequences of his actions. Uh, having had a real difficult childhood as well and then ultimately died you know with everyone thinking that he was he was a murderer and a traitor
1: yeah I mean you know you know Snape is part of this discussion I mean I think we both feel that he has the whilst he does have a a, a tragic life that he has the least tragic out of the the three characters purely because of the 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 choices that he made and the consequences of those
0: Mm. but then you can make an argument that living with the consequences of those choices can almost be worse than having no control in it whatsoever
1: yeah definitely and you know and i think that's the that's certainly the case with with lupin and sirius i think um you know, the, that that regret that Sirius experiences because of you know, changing the secret keeper. I think that will stay with him for, for the rest of his life, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing that we can agree on is that Lupin, even though he had to transform into a werewolf, which really was, you know, horrific for him, in terms of his family environment, he had the most positive family out of the free
1: he did now i think that's a big factor in it really you know he did have that support this you know despite the number of challenges that he, he experienced growing up he did have that that family support that that Sirius and, and Snape didn't and i think that's a, you know that's a big factor in in you know someone's upbringing
0: yeah that is true that is true but the thought of lupin Showing signs of magic, but not being able to go to Hogwarts or thinking he's not going to be able to Hogwarts probably deeply affected him and his and his parents as well
1: yeah definitely I mean you know especially Lupin's father i, you know, I can't imagine uh, what he must have been feeling but ultimately Dumbledore did um you know, facilitate his his going to Hogwarts and you know the the chance to Learn magic and, and make the friends that he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the the one the one regret I would say that Lupin probably did have, in regards to uh, in regards to what he was the first one to reach out to to Pettigrew uh, when he when they went to Hogwarts. They you know, they met in the they met on the Hogwarts Express uh, and. Then Lupin met James and Sirius, and James and Sirius kind of took Pettigrew with Lupin because they wanted to be friends with Lupin. Uh, so bringing in that element to the the friendship group, which ultimately ended in the demise of one of them, uh, couldn't have felt couldn't have felt great for him. No, I mean I think that happens, you know.
1: At such an early stage in their lives that there was no way of foreseeing what would have what would Oh
0: have no, no way of seeing it, but you, you would still you would still go after. Oh, only I'd sat in a different compartment, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, I mean, I think that's, you know, whatever Lupin thinks of that, and you know, Sirius will experience times ten.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does it does interest me why Sir, uh, Lupin never visited Sirius in Azkaban. You know, you would think that he would want closure. Or a chance to to speak to Sirius and find out why he did what he did, and then he could have learned about uh, about Pettigrew, you know, a lot earlier than he did. I mean, maybe Azkaban doesn't have the sort of you know visitor. No, I mean uh, you know policy. we
1: you know particularly that he was a, a very high profile prisoner. Mm. Um, I mean we know that. Uh, crouch was allowed a, a visit right at the end of of well you know, Barty's Barty's life um, but he was a very kind of senior official at the time so you know I'm not, I'm not sure whether you know Lupin would have would have been allowed to 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 visit and also you know without the evidence of Petty being there whether it would have made
0: a difference or not mmm yeah, it's it's a good point. It's a good point. I also think uh, on a on a slight side note, but it is related. I do find it quite ironic that all the Death Eaters in Azkaban knew that Sirius was innocent uh, and that it was Pettigrew that betrayed the Potters, so they knew that he was in there wrongly. And yeah, I mean, I
1: well, I I mean, I think that's that's the other thing. You know, throughout. The series, you know, there is a very prominent, um, you know, story arc of the injustices of of minority groups, such as werewolves, but you know, and, and poor treatment of them by certain individuals. But you look at Lupin, and he did have individuals who who did stand by him, um, you know, Dumbledore and and many others who did. If you look at mm. that time in Azkaban. Sirius didn't have a single person in the world who would have stood by him. Obviously, you know, anyone on the, you know, the the good side, for want of a better expression, felt that he was a, you know, the most loyal supporter of Voldemort, Death Eater, betrayed his best friend. The characters on the dark side knew that he was innocent. He was quite literally alone and friendless in the entire world in Azkaban mm. for, for 12 years. Um, even Dumbledore, you know, somebody who is counted on for, for seeing through people, for giving second chances for a, a better understanding and judgment of character than the many others in the series. You know, even he, um, believe that he was he was guilty so he he quite was he he quite literally was alone
0: I mean I think this is probably that's probably a topic for a a future episode I'm not convinced that Dumbledore thought he was guilty I think he had his suspicions I have I think he had his suspicions that Sirius was innocent but just didn't have the proof potentially potentially but because Dumbledore is very rarely fooled he's he's rarely fooled
1: but he ha- has been known to be fooled
0: yeah moody in uh, in in book four
1: yeah absolutely that's just you know one example but the the point being that dumbledore wasn't able to to stand up for him at that time mm. i mean
0: with lupin i agree with you he probably you know the ministry especially with their werewolf viewpoint, I doubt he would have been allowed a visit. But it interests me that Dumbledore never went to visit him. Yeah, but I mean I, you know I think that
1: just highlights really what Sirius had to deal with, the fact that everybody was absolutely convinced of his guilt. You know, that he, you know, for for twelve years remained completely alone, isolated and friendless in the in the worst place imaginable. You know, there, there wasn't any kind of question of his his guilt, really. So, uh, you know, I think for him to have to, to deal with that was, you know, you can't even imagine what that would be like. And, you know, whilst Lupin experienced injustices on the outside, at least he did maintain that, that freedom and that reputation.
0: And also, on that point, serious and, and sort of touching again on the, the bits about about his regrets, he proved in the Prince of Azkaban that he could have escaped whenever, but I think he felt that he deserved punishment for changing the secret keeper and effectively killing his, his two best friends. While he could have probably escaped, like, like Dumbledore said, you know, I could escape Azkaban. I think really powerful, decent wizards could escape Azkaban if they wanted to. But I think with Sirius, I think he felt that in a sense he deserved his punishment because he had betrayed James by suggesting a different secret keeper.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it was entirely unknown um, what would happen. You know, I'm sure he felt uh, a huge amount of of guilt and regret, but you know, ultimately he couldn't have. Foreseen. He did it with the best of intentions and couldn't have
0: foreseen. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah.
1: What would what would happen on that? You know, in terms of whether he could or you know, good good wizards can escape Azkaban. You know, potentially, but then you know, I think if we're looking at who had the most tragic life, then the very fact that we're talking about someone who could potentially escape Azkaban, but doesn't have anything on the outside worth living for, you know, I I think that just sums up what a what a troubled and tragic life he had. You know, anyone would think that they'd do anything to to escape from there, but the you know the the thought that he may you know, feel like he deserves to stay there or should stay there or or doesn't have anything to to live for on the outside. You know, I I think that's that really just sums up that he he would be the most tragic character out of the three.
0: And also, in a sense, I would say it sort of also depends on whether he knew Pettigrew was alive. Because if he knew he was alive, then that would have given him a reason to, to go off and, you know, escape and clear his name. But I think it's very interestingly written that you don't ever know whether Sirius knew that Pettigrew survived uh, until we saw the Daily Prophet at the beginning of Prison of Azkaban.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly, it, you know, when he does see that, that, that copy in the, in the Prison of Azkaban, he, he does, you know, have that incentive to, to break out and to, to clear his name. But, you know, if he, if he wasn't aware of that, you know, I think you can look at it either way. If he wasn't aware, then he knew it would be impossible to to clear his name and, you know, to have to deal with that reality that you may never um, be seen, you know, as someone who didn't commit that act or, you know, you'd forever be seen as somebody who betrayed their best friends to the Dark Lord. You know, and if he did know, then there's that frustration that, he could potentially have cleared his name if he hadn't been in Azkaban. So I think either way you look at it, it's um, you know that those twelve years must have been horrendous for him.
0: Well, I mean, also you you would make an argument with you know, on a similar on a similar note that if he knew that Pettigrew hadn't died, in a way that must be more frustrating because it's like it would be like Grindelwald escaping from Neumengard to find the Resurrection Stone. You know, as Hermione says, you're going to go and look after, look at every stone in the world. Are you going? You know, is Sirius going to go and look at every rat in the world to to find to find Pettigrew? You know, it would be like looking for a needle in a haystack. And he had no way of knowing if he did know that Pettigrew was alive. He had no way of knowing where he was until the beginning of Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that we can be you know, very confident of is that he will have thought that. He would never have been able to clear his name. And having to to Mm. live with that fact for 12 years in Azkaban, you know, I I think, despite what anyone else might have gone through, I I don't think there's going to be much worse than that.
0: It's a little bit like Snape in a sense, because I think that he felt that what he did in betraying Lily was so irredeemable that that's why he didn't want Dumbledore to tell them of Snape's true nature. Because he felt that he was beyond redemption so his actions while they were redeeming himself he as a person had made himself unredeemable in his own eyes so it's similar to that of 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 in regards to what he felt that he had done by changing the secret keeper was so unforgivable that he felt that he should be punished for betraying his friends by trusting another friend because I, because I was thinking the other day about about Snape, and that might be one of the reasons why he never wanted people to know, is because he so deeply regretted. Oh yeah, I think it was Snape way, definitely. The way he'd uh, the way he'd behaved and felt he was irredeemable, which kind of made him redeemable.
1: Yeah, no, the, yeah, definitely, and I think as well, like however much he hated Harry, he would have hated Harry to have known.
0: Yeah he really was so unlikable as a person, Mm. but his actions were noble.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: It's it's like when when Harry asked Lupin in Half-Blood Prince, he says, you know, do you honestly like Snape? And I think if you asked, you know, the majority of Harry Potter fans that if you were within that Harry Potter world, do you like Snape? They would say no, but, When you see the completion of the series, you respect it.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. But that's what's so um, that's what's so clever.
0: Mm. Okay, so if you were to sum up your argument in 30 seconds for why you think Sirius had the most tragic life.
1: Cool. Okay, so I've got my timer and my 30 seconds starts now. Sirius grew up in a household where he was the outsider. He was ostracised from an early age based on his house and also his values and beliefs. Um, he then was betrayed by one of his closest friends, which led to the the murder of his very best friend, James, and his wife, Lily. Um, he was then framed for that crime and spent the next 12 years in Azkaban paying for a crime he didn't commit before spending two years on the outside um, in misery before meeting an untimely death seconds. I'll take that. Right, I'm going to time you now. Okay. 30 seconds start now.
0: Well, I would say that Lupin had the most tragic life because he was a werewolf through no choice of his own. Um, He then had to transform without any sort of means of comfort or support until Hogwarts, where, while he did find some happiness, he had the prospect of never getting a job, uh, lived in poverty, uh, lost his friends in, and financial support in the space of 24 hours. He then 30 loses- 30 seconds. Oh, damn it.
1: Right. So, uh, are we gonna put this out there to everyone, see who made the most convincing argument?
0: Nanny died. <laughs> Right. so yeah that concludes um, the first duel Uh, we will now put it out to you the Harry Potter fan community uh, to decide which of us gave the most compelling argument do you think Lupin had the most tragic life do you think Sirius, do you think Snape or do you think other, there will be the four options on our poll on Twitter Uh, once again that is twitter.com forward slash Jewels. And please leave your comments and opinions if you vote other.
1: Yeah, if you, if you have another character, then uh, then let us know.
0: And now we finished our first inaugural duel. We will do a quiz on the characters that we have discussed. Uh, so play along at home. And for each correct answer I get, five points goes to Hufflepuff. For each correct answer Martin gets, five points go to Gryffindor. So are you ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. Cool, why don't you get started? Cool. Okay, first question.
1: At what age was Lupin Bitten? Was it four, uh, he... five, six, or seven?
0: Uh, age five. Final answer? Yes.
1: Uh, no, according to
0: Wizarding World, it was actually four. Ah. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, he was almost five. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah. Almost
1: yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, second question. Uh, what is Snape's middle name? Is it Theodore, Thomas, Tobias or Timothy?
0: Uh, I am going to say Tobias because that's what his dad was called.
1: Correct. Yes. All right, third question. Uh, Sirius's name has uh, multiple meanings, but which of these is true? Sirius Black's name is also the name of a star found in the constellation Canis Major, which means great dog. Sirius is also called the dog star. It is also the brightest star in the sky and 26 times brighter than the sun or all of those. So which of these is true? That's a very difficult question. Sirius Black's name is also the name of a star found in the constellation Canis Major, which means great dog. B, Sirius is also called the dog star. C, it's the brightest star in the sky and 26 times brighter than the sun.
0: Or D, all of these are correct. Well, I'm convinced that A and B are correct. So it must be D, all of them. Correct. It's all
1: of all of those are indeed true. So uh, really, um, you know, excellent stuff on the the names and uh, the mm. different meanings.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, question four: uh, The last words Albus Dumbledore spo- spoke to the pair of us, Harry is the best hope we have. Trust him. That is a conversation between Lupin and who? it arthur weasley kingsley shacklebolt hagrid or tonks
0: uh that would be kingsley
1: it is indeed correct yes okay you're, you're fi- three out of four so far your final question is in the books what is the last thing that sirius says is it a run b you can do better than that c get out of here or D, Harry.
0: It is B. You can do better
1: than that. That's correct. Four out of five. Yes. Woo! So that is uh, 20 points to Hufflepuff. Right. Oh. Uh, excellent stuff there. My, uh, your turn.
0: Okay. In Harry's Strange Dream on his first night at Hogwarts, which character turned into Snape? Is so A, Draco Malfoy, B, Rubeus Hagrid, C Professor Quirrell or D Albus
1: Dumbledore? Uh, I'm going to say
0: Professor Quirrell. Is that your final answer? It is indeed. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Oh. Draco Draco Malfoy turned into Snape, who turned into Quirrell,
1: because Quirrell ah. was the last
0: one because he heard the voice in his head.
1: That was it. I know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question.
0: Answer all that apply. So there are six options. You can choose uh, one or up to six uh, because there are multiple. There could be multiple correct answers here. Okay. Which of these essay subjects did Snape set Harry's class during his time at Hogwarts? Dementors, undetectable poisons, the properties of bezoars, truth potions, werewolves, and the use of moonstones? I will say
1: definitely the uh, Moonstones, definitely Werewolves. Oh, it me of the other two.
0: The other four options are Dementors, Undetectable Poisons, The Properties of Beezles, and Truth Potions. I'm going to say, what was the second one? Undetectable Poisons.
1: Yeah, I'll go for that. I'll take three options: undetectable poisons, moonstones, and werewolves.
0: There was actually four. It's the one that you ruled out, dementors, because remember it was book six, and Harry said that he disagreed with Snape, and he expected to get a really bad mark.
1: Oh yes,
0: mm. yes,
1: yeah. Good question. I, I was thinking mainly of the uh, the first potions. Few books, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct.
0: So the correct answers were. Undetectable poisons, use of moonstones, dementors, and werewolves. Uh, seeing as you got three out of the four, I will give you three points as opposed to five. Next question What was the name of Sirius Black's mother? The A. Mrs. More... Black. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's who she was referred to by her friends. Okay. Not that I imagine she had many, to be honest. Is it A, Morgana, B, Wilhelmina, C, Wahlberger, or D, Morena? I
1: think it's the first one.
0: So you're going A, Morgana. Yep. I'm afraid it's incorrect. It's actually Wahlberger. Disappointing, though. Okay. My next question. What did Snape throw at Harry in a fury when he caught him watching his old childhood memory? Is it A, a jar of lacewing flies, B, a jar of porcupine quills, C, a jar of dead cockroaches, or D, a jar of toad warts? Uh, That is dead cockroaches. That is correct. Yes. My last question. In the chapter The Prince's Tale... What is the first thing we saw Snape say to a young Lily? Is that A, I've been watching you for a while, B, you're a witch, C, it's obvious, isn't it, or D, I know what you are?
1: Okay, I don't think it's, I've been watching you for a while, don't think it's, you're a witch, so it must either be, what were the last two again?
0: Uh, it's obvious, isn't it? And I know what you are.
1: It is one of those two, isn't it?
0: I'm afraid I can't give you 50-50, isn't Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> uh,
1: I will say... It's... Ob- no, I will say... <laughs> it's obvious, isn't it? Final answer.
0: That is correct.
1: Yes. So I think that's three out of five for me. So you, I take, think it uh, is. Yes, you take a five-point lead into next week.
0: Indeed, indeed. Looking forward to it. Uh, we will be recording again uh, in time for this Saturday to discuss the 22nd anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts. Just you know, talk about what we liked from it, what we didn't like from it, which characters we would have saved. You know, just talk it out like that and. Uh, Yeah, it should be a really good one. Looking forward to it. So please subscribe if that was something that would interest you. Again, tweet at us at PotterJewels. Email us at PotterJules at Hotmail.com. Facebook.com forward slash PotterJewels. I've been Tim. He's been Martin.
1: See you next time.
0: And until then, Knox.